Bonjour, amigos. Welcome back. As always, happy you're here. A lot of pressure on me and Fish B this week. A lot of pressure. Last two weeks, we've done it. Precisely 17 questions in precisely 17 minutes. Not 1658, not 1705. No! 17 minutes. Exactly. But we've never done it three weeks in a row. We've never gotten a, never gotten a turkey. So let's hop to it, Fish B. Thank you for the hot lead, my friend. A lot of pressure. A lot of pressure. And I don't like pressure. What's question one? What was your first reaction when you saw the April unemployment numbers? Empathy? Sympathy? 14.7%. That's the highest number since the Great Depression. Over 20 million new unemployment claims in the month of April? A fifth of Hispanics, one-sixth of black folks? And those are the people that lost their jobs outright, not people that are getting furloughed, not people that have had their hours reduced. 20 million new unemployment claims for the month of April, and May is supposed to be worse. And those aren't just numbers. These are, those paychecks represent families and rent and mortgage and food for God's sake. And I've been there before. I've had to go to the pawn shop with jewelry and then go straight to the grocery store to feed my kids. I fucking know what it's like and it's fucking awful. So that's uh that's my first response is uh is empathy. Man oh man, these are strange fucking times. What's the best way of eliminating the smell of weed pipe during indoor storage? I'm a good person to ask about this. I've had to uh, apply this technique many times in my life. In fact, my current weed pipe is, uh, is doing this exact move. But I go with uh, one sandwich bag, a Ziploc, and then you put it in, and you, you Ziploc it. And then you surround that bag with a, with a, with a good smell and real fragrant dryer sheet fabric softener. And then you put that in a sandwich bag, and then you put that in a sandwich bag, and then you put that in a sandwich bag, and then you wrap it up in another dryer sheet, bounce or whatever the fuck. And then you put that in the last Ziploc bag for a total of six, and then you wrap the whole thing in tissue paper. And uh, that, believe it or not, that, that actually works, but it does require that much work. Like, weed pipe that's been has a lot of use to it it has its own smell and it's not great and it is difficult to disguise like you can't fly with that shit but uh using my technique you should be able to effectively hide it in your home you're welcome what's next fish be should companies be required to give their employees a mental health paid day off during mental health awareness month Now, these are not normal times, obviously. During normal times, I would say yes. As we become, as a society, more enlightened and pay more attention to mental health and mental wellness, a mental health pay day off where no one can reach you. 
You're not opening your computer. You're not answering your phone. You're not checking your email. You're not texting back anyone about a work-related subject. They know you're going to be gone, and you're not within reach no matter what. Everyone needs that. And we should be able to take one paid day off per month. But obviously, like, Walmart's not going to fucking do that, right? But to lead by example, Fish B and I are taking uh, this coming Monday, Monday the 11th. Uh, there will not be a new chapter posted. We are taking a mental health paid day off. Leading by example. What's next, Fish B? Yo, it's me, Fish B. Want to hear my impression of a robot with indigestion? Not really, but we've done this before, and, uh, and I know we have to. And last week, honestly, you hit it out of the park with the impression of Mike Pence seductively undressing in front of a mirror. That was... That was... Or whatever it was. That was, that was pretty good. All right, Fish B. Let's hear your impression of a robot with indigestion. Um, Fish Beep, I mean this in the meanest, cruelest way possible. That was arguably the worst impression that I've ever heard in my life. And I also mean this in a mean way. Do better. Be better, unacceptable, raise your game, but at least you got a three-day weekend to think about it since Monday is our mental health day. What's next? That was really awful, Fishby. That was really fucking terrible. What do you know at 44, that's how old I am, that you didn't know at 22? What a strange question. There's so many different ways to answer that. What do I know at 44 that I didn't know at 22? I mean, I know a lot more, obviously. I mean, at 22, I was far more rushed. And now, I, even though I have less life to go, 22 years less, um, I'm significantly more patient. Um, here's a strange way to answer this question. Something I didn't know at 22 that I know at 44 is, is just how short the shelf life is of a Hollywood starlet bombshell. Because when you're 22, it's all the same actresses that you grew up with. But by 44, Hollywood has cycled through the new hot chicks in their mid-20s like three times. So that's something that, uh, that I'd know at 44 that I did not know at 22. Weird answer, but that's kind of a strange one to, uh, to get in the middle of this. What's next, Fish B? Did Elon Musk and Grimes do a good job naming their new baby? I thought Anderson Cooper did a lousy job by naming a Vanderbilt fucking Wyatt. Uh, but they also, this is worse, this is worse. The name of this baby is X and then a symbol that, that, that's an A and an E smushed together that I don't know how to make on my keyboard, but it's an A and an E smushed together, followed by A-12, and that's the name of a fucking baby. Uh, Grimes says the smushed A-E thing is elvish, elvish, like elves, elvish, uh, for... For, for AI. That's what she says it means. So that means X-A-I-A-12. Uh, but Elon, 
says the A-E smushed together is pronounced Ash, making the baby's name X-Ash A-12. Either way, it's not a fucking robot. It's a fucking kid. Like, I know there. I, I, I get it. I get it. I get it. They're smarter than all of us, and we should all bow at the altar of their fucking genius, right? But Jesus Christ, that's not a good baby name. And in California, legally, you can only name the baby with one of the 26 letters in the, uh, in the English alphabet. So I don't know how the fuck they're going to get around that, but whatever. Maybe they just bribe somebody. What's next? Oh, speaking of uh, speaking of California, is there a chance that California Governor Gavin Newsom is secretly Batman? Now, last time I checked, Batman was a fictional character. Uh, but there's a very good Gavin Newsom. He's very fucking smooth, isn't he? He's uh, he's he's he's. He, I have a thought. And I'm like, should I say it? Should I not? I'll just say it. he's kind of like the white Obama. He's, uh, he's very smooth, uh, this Gavin Newsom, and, he, and, and he's very handsome, and he's very dapper. He's always very well put together. But was, was Gavin Newsom, because he used to be uh, the mayor of uh, San Francisco back in the day, was he the mayor of San Francisco when, uh, when the whole city did, did, did the Batman thing for the little kid that was sick? You, you know what? They made the documentary. Does that bring... You don't know? I don't know either. So between, between a guy and a fishbowl and a... Desk plant, uh, we're not sure, but whatever. Moving on. Next, we got we got questions to answer. We can't we can't waste time with this. What's next? Are you insulted by the term culture vulture? Now the uh, the term is meant as an insult. Um, I understand how it could be directed at me because I, I, I do uh, uh, borrow and embrace aspects of many other cultures. I don't mind being a culture borrower. I don't mind being a culture appreciator, but I do reject the term vulture because that implies that you're just picking up the dead scraps of something that wasn't intended for you. And, uh, and I don't think that's the way we incorporate uh, the best part of different cultures that we enjoy. And, and so that's a, it's a stupid fucking derogatory term. So I am insulted by the term culture vulture, but not culture borrower. What's next? How the fuck did Stephen Miller score a wife that hot? Yes, this question came via text from one of my friends who will remain nameless today. Stephen Miller is, is the creepy Trump anti-immigration advisor, like the super fucking creepy dude, that, that's Stephen Miller. Uh, his wife is Katie Miller. They just got married this year. The reason she's in the news because she's uh, the vice pastor's uh, press secretary and has been since last year, uh, but she just came down uh, with a positive test for the virus. So we wish her the best. And I had never seen her before, and when I saw her in a formal gown walking with a very proud Stephen Miller, I too was like, what the fuck? That doesn't make any sense on any fucking level, but life is weird. Maybe Miller just has this kind of racist magnetism to him that uh, is indescribable. The camera doesn't capture it. We've never met in, in person to experience the magnetism. What's next? Yo, it's me, minor league speaker, with some old-fashioned podcast T-Ball. 
charge! How's the Ritalin treating you? I still don't care for it at all. And and I know uh, my psychiatrist told me to try to give it at least 14 days. But honestly, I think I'm going to quit it tomorrow. It's just making me feel like I do... Like when they used to give me antidepressants and they they just disagreed uh, with my mental chemistry. It's making me feel slightly manic without any of the creative benefits or good feelings that go along with feeling slightly manic. I don't, I just, I think it was worth a try, but I don't think it's for me. But uh, we can get back to that next week. Thank you, Minor League Speaker. What's next? Since the Tiger King was the role Nicolas Cage was born to play, what's your favorite Nick Cage movie? I I haven't seen them all. Was he in Con Air? I, I don't I don't remember. I, I I think he was a National Treasure. I'm told that's not bad. Uh, but my. One of my favorite movies of all time, and I don't want to get into why, because it's very fucking sad, and and we don't want to talk about anything that would require a a trigger warning when we're talking about mental health, Uh, but Leaving Las Vegas, starring Nicolas Cage and Elizabeth Shue of Karate Kid fame at her very best. Uh, that's uh, that's my favorite Nicolas Cage movie, uh, Leaving Las Vegas, but that's one of my favorite movies because it speaks to me, it speaks to a very dark fantasy uh, that I have about uh, about my own life. So let's, uh, let's not dig any deeper than that. What's next? Should all TV reporters be wearing face masks on camera to set a good example? I understand the point of the question, but I'm going to say no. When, when they're, you know, close to other people, when they could, you know, if they're positive for the virus and they could uh, uh, get someone else sick, then absolutely, they should be wearing a mask. But if not, then, then no. It, it, it's just strange. It, it's just a strange look. I mean, when they're close to people, yes. When they're not, uh, uh, no masks. Does anyone else who's uh, I know a lot of people are claustrophobic and I, I am too. Does anyone else feel like claustrophobic in their mask? Like I, I, I just I just don't care for. It. I wear it in public, but I uh, I, uh, I definitely uh, don't care for it. But but better than the virus, right? Or better than uh, the guilt of of getting someone else sick. Sorry, Fish. Before we you know you know who the face masks suck for? Uh, deaf folks who lip read. Yeah. Hmm. Just, just saying. What, what's the question, Fishby? Yo, it's me, Fishby, again. Jesus H. Christ. Since the virus is fucking up every holiday this year, can we invent a holiday for October 10th? October 10th? What is the significance of fucking October 10th? Oh, because it, it'll be 10, 10, 20, 20? Hopefully by then, uh, life is more normal than it is now. That is a long ways away. A lot can go right in between now and 10, 10, 2020, and a lot can go wrong between now and 10, 10, 2020. Uh, but if it does, if things are going right, then yeah, we'll, uh, we'll invent the holiday. What's next? Can you pretty please explain how the path to enlightenment leads through the gateless gate? I still don't get it. I am not your guru. 
I cannot explain to you how the path to enlightenment leads through the gateless gate. You've got to figure out the gateless gate riddle on your own. What's next? Other than the five days and chapters of the fishbowl, what was the highlight of your week? Uh, well, it's it's right there on my calendar. It happens every 10 days. I change Plantasia's water. That's what they say for uh, Lucky Thai Bamboo uh, desk plants. And it gets 10 droplets of a fertilizer. And oh, there is Isaiah's music. And, uh, and we got a second here. Isaiah writes, uh, is your next tattoo really going to be a picture of me? Uh, never once out loud have I said my next tattoo is going to be a picture. I already have my kid's initials. Speaking of culture vulture, I have a, uh, a koi fish uh, a tattoo, but I earned that one. I'll, I'll explain that uh, next week if you ask me the reasoning behind that. Uh, but yeah, my next tattoo is going to be a, a mermaid. I got some prime real estate for a mermaid. And that, Sadios Fishby!